It's not just about what we see, or even what we can try to portray. As artists, sometimes there are no words. It's why we create. It's why we wake up every day. These are conversations about why we do what we do, and why we simply cannot stop. Contributing to the greater conversation of this thing we call life, my name is Jordan Hawkins, and you're listening to The Maker's Grind. I am on a personal journey. It's as simple as that. Um, I had the idea about two or three months ago that that I wanted to go on this journey of learning. Um, I've spent a lot of time looking into my field, which is filmmaking and learning from a lot of creatives and really talented people within that industry. But I feel like as a filmmaker, as a photographer, I have a lot that I can learn from creatives in general. So this podcast is not me offering any of my expertise to you because I have so much to learn, but it's me in the chair of asking questions. It's me in these conversations with people who are extremely talented, who are professionals, who are high achievers in their industry. And so no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing in your life, whether it be a full-time creative, a part-time creative, a um, aspiring entrepreneur, whether you've ever made a dollar off of your craft or not, I believe that you can learn something from these conversations because I believe that we all start somewhere. We all start somewhere in this journey of self-discovery, and I think a lot of what we can learn from each other is um, through conversation, through a better understanding of what someone is doing. And, and so in this age of Instagram and Facebook and us putting and posting the best parts of our life, I think it's nice to unlayer and go behind the wall of those perfect photos or that perfect design or that amazing show. And we go behind it and we say, who's behind it? Who is this person? What are the tips and tricks and things, sometimes less visible things, that have gotten them to where they are? I believe a lot of us can improve. But sometimes it's the little things. Sometimes it's not huge improvements. Sometimes it's the little things. So I'm thankful that you're here, that you're listening you're joining me on this journey, and on the first episode today, I have none other than an internationally known elopement and wedding photographer by the name of India Earl. India is an expert in her craft. She's one of the most well-known wedding photographers in the world, and she is one of the kindest and nicest people um, that I've ever had a conversation with. I truly mean that. Um, I've admired her work for a long time, and so many people admire her work. But the most inspiring thing um, walking away from this conversation with her was that I believe that her photography work has grown her business, but I truly believe that she herself has grown her business. Um, The kindness, the care, the attention, the detail that goes into dealing with each client, um, her true passion and love for shooting for couples and shooting on a couple's uh, wedding day, the most important day of their life, is inspiring to me. So I think no matter where you are in the creative journey or whatever your craft may be, um, we're going to talk a lot today about building a personal brand and um, how that personal touch is really the reason that you're getting hired. Um, India has incredible work, and I know for a fact that she gets hired for her work, but I believe that she gets high-level, high-end referrals and also amazing weddings because of her attention to detail and her care 
her true love for each one of her couples and, and her desire to get to know them. And in a client service business, we have so much we can learn about how to treat our clients better and how um, to get them raving about what we're doing so that we can obviously, in the end, uh, make a living doing what we love. Let's jump in with this conversation with Andy Earl. Well, hey, India, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks. How are you? Really, really good. Just woke up, just starting off on a day off, actually, which I never get. So I'm pretty stoked about that. That's amazing. So what's a typical morning like for you? Oh, mornings are like my favorite part of the day because they don't start till like 10 a.m. usually. <laughs> and um, every morning we wake up. Oh, I'm married. I'm married to... Um, my husband Jay and he's a videographer actually and so he shoots weddings alongside me so um we're obviously like home together our, all day every day yeah. um so we both work from home so we wake up like at 10 a.m every day because we always stay out late and um and we wake up with our dogs like jumping on us and then Jay makes me breakfast every single morning and it's like the best thing ever I'll be so sad if he leaves me ever because I like love his breakfast. And then um, we usually just like sit down together and like um, bust out like any business side of things like emails or contracts or things like that. And then we like start editing and everything. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. So that's like husband goals to be making breakfast every day for your wife. Oh my gosh, I don't deserve him. I am not worthy. It's so <laughs> nice. He's like the best housewife. <laughs> what about coffee? Are you guys coffee drinkers? Oh, he is. I like, I don't know. I think that I'm like allergic to it or something because it makes me feel insane and it makes my tongue go numb and it makes my eyeballs hurt. And I'm like, that's not normal. I don't think I like Googled like if that was normal. And, like, no one else has had that. And I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Jay, like, Jay drinks tons of coffee. He's, like, really into it. But I just stick with chai and hot chocolate. <laughs> it's like, do I have other problems because my eyeballs hurt? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why are my eyes shaking? <laughs> um, that's so funny. And it's it's interesting because I have, um, I don't know if you know, do you know White and Reverie? Are you familiar oh, with them? Okay. Oh, 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 Do we know them? Okay, yeah, so we're Kaylin like, and Christy. We worship the ground they walk on. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing about them is, like, and you you know them as well, but they're, like, the most humble people you'll ever meet in your life. Oh, and my gosh. Yeah. They don't, they don't realize they're, like, this this ridiculously talented couple, but they're also, like, like models walking around, like, wedding videography models, you know? Yes. <laughs> so, yes. anyways, the point was... Um, they were kind of like my mentors when starting out and like following their work and did some workshops with them. And um, the funny thing is, is like, I've heard them talk about, you know, working together as a couple. And I think that's interesting, but then it's even interesting with what you're doing and that you're kind of like, so do you guys have separate businesses or is it like, obviously they feed off of each other, but are they, I mean, they're a little bit different than if say you guys were both photographers, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's actually funny because um, Christy and Kaylin were also Jay's mentors um, last year when Jay was starting video. Yeah, because Jay just started video um, last November, and that's ridiculous because he's really good. I know it's so stupid. I'm like, I freaking worked my ass off for like five years, and you're already better (laughs) than me in a year. (laughs) But he had like Kaylin and Christy to help him, and 
Um, they were like amazing mentors, but now we're like great friends with them. So it's like dream come true. But um, yeah, like working together as a couple has definitely been different because before Jay had his own business, he owned a salon and wow. he's a barber. Yeah. And so he, we always had like our separate time and now we're like always together, which is like amazing. And sometimes it can be like, okay, I just like want to punch you in the face. <laughs> but when like, when we have like days like that, we just like, um, stop working and like, I'll like go, you know, do something with my friends or like he'll go to a coffee shop or something. And we just like have learned that we both need alone time. <laughs> and, like, um, it was just like, I don't know. It just is funny when we're like always together, how we don't realize that we are like starting to become like the same person because like our businesses are they are separate but they do feed completely off of each other and like I'm like 50% of his business and he's 50% of mine like mm -hmm. and so we like both work on the businesses together so it's like yeah really hard to like figure out that separation of like okay we need to just like have personal lifetime mm -hmm. now and like like turn the business side of things off yeah so that's incredible because I feel like especially when I'm or anyone that works by themselves a lot of people do it's like you just like sometimes have to pick up the phone and just like call someone and just like be, realize, okay, I'm not crazy. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm working by myself. I'm losing my mind. You know, I've been staring yes. at this computer for so long. So it's super nice oh to God, have someone yes. else there. And that's why I oh, end yeah. up like, I end up um, just like editing with friends or like meeting up and working. Yeah. Cause it's like, you start to lose your sanity after being alone for a certain amount of time. Oh yeah, for sure. And I'm like a total extrovert. So I like being alone always. So do you guys shoot any weddings separately or do you always shoot together? Um, it's mostly together. Um, a yeah. lot of people reach out to Jay for them to shoot, uh, their weddings, like just have him come, come on. They already have a photographer or they're going with someone else or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. and he's done a few weddings like that on his own and he kills it. He like, gets to shoot with like really big amazing photographers that I've like always looked up to that I'm like oh my gosh you're freaking working with them like what yeah. the heck I would like die if I got to meet them but um yeah he kills it he's kind of um starting to like really find his niche and um he's starting to like turn down certain mm -hmm. things and um he just has like realized he really wants to like focus on like elopements um and like extremely small weddings because that's just like he just loves that the most. And he like, in the first place, you know, he like sold his other business so that he could travel with me and be with me and like, mm. um, be able to like support me. And so he's like starting to like turn down weddings that don't, um, have me shooting them because he's like, well, I started this to be with you. Like, otherwise I don't really know like if I would like have done this on my own. Yeah. And so he just like wants to focus on like doing, um, lesser, like less projects with like better quality and things like that rather than like busting out tons of work. For sure. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. so how did all this start for you as like a photographer? Yeah. Um, so I got like a camera when I was 14 from my mom. It was like one of those tiny little like point and shoot cameras. And I like took photos of my shoelaces and, fence posts and my dogs and just like everything and um then eventually I upgraded to like a DSLR and that's when I was like oh shit this is fun and I like actually started photography mostly by doing like self-portraits and they are the most like disturbing like weird 
like 15 year old yeah self-portraits ever like when I look at them I'm like oh my gosh I really hope no one ever sees these I like blocked them from on Facebook so no one else can see them <laughs> they're really embarrassing yeah but, um yeah so I started like off with self-portraits and then like it kind of just slowly moved and like shooting other people like my friends and then um I was obviously in high school and start so I started doing like senior photos and then like family photos and like I did that for a couple of years and then I shot my cousin's wedding I like don't know why she let me but I shot my cousin's wedding and then I was like oh shit I like love this like this doesn't feel like work like this just clicks for me it just makes sense and like I felt like I was just like on a high the entire time like I just loved shooting the wedding even though I didn't do like the, a really great job I like right. loved it and then I was like okay this is like what I want to pursue and so I was like I like hate shooting kids and families because kids hate me. <laughs> and so then I um, was just like, okay, no more of that. And I just like completely turned that part of my business off and like solely focused on couples. Um, and I was going to school. I went to college for two and a half years and I tried studying photography for like a semester and I was just like not feeling it. I was like, I just felt like I, learn better um by teaching myself and like doing things hand on like hands on mm -hmm. and so I was like well I'm 19 like I can just drop out for a year and if it doesn't work out then I can just come back to school like I'm so young and so I was like screw it I'm just gonna drop out so I, I dropped out of school and like that's when my business like really took off that's when I like feel like I actually started it um because I started like investing in it and like getting good gear and um like really pushing it to like make be like the way I made money yeah. um and yeah and it's been three years since then so yeah I'm like in my third year of business and I'm glad I dropped out <laughs> I'm not gonna go back to school thankfully that's awesome and I I feel you in that for sure in that your like college was not your thing um and it was not where you found your you know biggest source of learning was it hard, because I was in a similar boat, was it hard for you to turn down the other work at first? Or was it just like you just cut it off? Like, um, Well, at, yeah, at first it was really hard because I was like, well, like I need money because I've never had another job. I've always worked for myself. Uh, well, like I really need money. Like, and I was, you know, going to college trying to pay for that. And so like at the very first, it was really hard to like turn down things and so I, I was just so scared, but then I was like, no, like, I think it's more of like a time investment and like an investment in my, in myself. If I like, um, stop doing the things that mm -hmm. I'm not like passionate about and then like invest all my time into things that I am passionate about, even if I don't get paid for it for a little while. Um, and it ended up being really worth it because I wasn't like bogging myself down with a bunch of work that I didn't like love to do because it wasn't really making me a better photographer because I didn't care about it. No, for sure. And I think for me, it was also hard for the money aspect at first. But then I think you find yourself making more money doing the things that you actually do love if you commit oh, yeah. more time to them. Oh, know? yeah. And also, sure. I'm just like, a, I'm a people pleaser, too, and an extrovert. Yeah. So like, I want people to <laughs> like me. And then when you first start turning down people, it kind of like, you don't really know how to do it yet. So you're, yeah, <laughs> you're probably leaving a bad taste in their mouth. And they're like, yeah, oh. <laughs> like, sorry, like even someone's like a family member of mine was like, Oh, you don't, you don't do photography anymore. You know, like sort of like, oh. you know, like, yeah. Like, Oh, you're, you're too big for your, and it's like, okay, you just don't get it. Like yeah. the artist can't do 12 things, you know, like, no, 
Yeah. And if so, like something's going to hurt somewhere. So I think that's mm-hmm. super um, valuable for people. And then on the contrary, it's like when you're starting out, it's kind of like important to do everything. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, it's kind of see what you like. I feel like everyone has to go through that. <laughs> I definitely stumbled into weddings as well. And I think a lot of people did. And, yeah. you know, they either love it or run far away. So it's, yep. it's fun oh, totally. to see like the people that the people that do love it, like seem to really put a lot into it, you know, and it's a good mm-hmm. like career to be in. Oh yeah, for sure. I feel like people, especially in wedding photography, invest so much of themselves into their work. And that's one of my favorite parts about it. Yeah. I mean, when I, um, I don't know if you've ever thought of this, but has, have you ever reached a point where like maybe you kind of, did you ever reach a point in your career, even starting out or now where you kind of like got burnt out or you were, um, oh yeah. Like, did you All ever, the time. <laughs> sometimes I feel like I lose that. I lose that, um, urgency of like, okay, this is this person's one day. Like I have to remind myself of that. Like this is their one day. They're so excited for this day. They've literally counted down the days for this. And it's like, it's hard as the artist sometimes for it, not just to become another wedding, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Like, and I feel like, I mean, I struggle with like getting burnt out all the time. Like whether it be like with like the wedding seasons, like the busy times and the slow times and like the end of the year, obviously, like I feel like every year at the end of the year, I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I doing with my life? But yeah, like, especially for weddings, when when you're shooting so many weddings, like for a while I was trying to shoot like, like 50 weddings a year and I was absolutely insane. Yeah. Like, so don't do that. (laughs) Very highly recommend against doing that. But, um, yeah, like I was shooting tons of weddings and like, yeah, at a point it started to just feel like a job and like, just Mm -hmm. like work and that I was just showing up to be only a photographer. And that's not why I love wedding photography. And so I had to take a step back and just tell myself like, okay, like, why did you actually start this? Like what aspects of wedding photography do I love? And like, what about being a photographer, like makes me excited and makes me like feel alive. And, um, So, like, what I did to kind of step back from, like, just treating wedding days like they were jobs was um, I, like, changed the way I, like, shot weddings by um, making it so that I, like, spend three days with my couples um, during the wedding weekend. So, I shoot wedding weekends now rather than wedding days. So, that's helped me, like, be able to make more of a connection to not only the couple, Um, but also like their families and their friends and seeing like their relationships with them and like seeing how much they're loved and like how happy everyone is for them. Like that is like the one thing that has made me a better photographer over anything Mm -hmm. else is just like seeing how much people are loved and trying to capture that in the photos. Um, and yeah, it's just helped me make like a better connection to each one of my couples by showing up like at least a day or two before the wedding and just spending time with their friends and family and, yeah, just hanging out with them and getting to know them, like, beyond, like, who they are on their wedding day. Yeah, so you go to, like, the rehearsals, or you just go to, like, hang Yeah, outs? yeah usually I'll show up, because I, I travel for a majority of the weddings that I shoot. Um, well, like, actually all of them, but, um, yeah, so I'll always show up at least a day early, like, so if the wedding's on Saturday, I'll get there, like, Friday morning, and we'll, like, have brunch, and we'll um, just, like, hang out, like, I'll help them do whatever they're getting ready to do for the wedding day. Like a lot of the time I will help like go set up chairs and go pick up flowers. And that's amazing. um, Yeah. (laughs) And like, so I love doing that. I love being more than just like 
a photographer for the wedding day because I, I love creating like friendships with my couples that are like, just like, not just like, Oh, like we're friends on the wedding day. And then I'm never going to talk to you again. Like most of my best friends are, um, couples whose weddings I've shot in the past. Um, because I like really do get very connected to them and really do care a lot about them. And so, yeah, I like love to just help out wherever I can above just taking photos of crap. But um, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And that's why and your I'll... business is where it is. Oh, thank it you. is because <laughs> doing the little thing that I think really uh, makes a huge difference. And I think there's people of all levels, whether they're starting out or down yeah. the road that like think they've arrived and it's like, you know, oh, there's yeah. no, there's no like, I feel like there's no reason for couples to treat, you know, vendors like they work for them. You know, like there's no reason yeah, for yeah, couples yeah. to talk down to vendors and there's no reason for vendors to act like they're above doing other things too. You know, it's yeah, like, but it's a two way like, street, yeah, you know, it's like weird tradition. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's just tradition, I guess. It's kind of like how people like no one really enjoys like super formal weddings. I feel like, like I literally don't know one person that is ever like, <laughs> oh, I just love going to like big fancy weddings and like having one spot that I can sit and like, I don't know. I like feel like everyone would rather do something different, but everyone's just too scared to because it's mm. tradition to do certain Their things parents, in the wedding yeah. industry. Yeah, yeah. And that it goes, um, same goes for how they treat their vendors. And mm. um, yeah, they just treat it like, oh, they're just like, you know, providing a service just for the wedding day. But um, yeah, it's like been interesting to see how um, I've tried to shift that um, photography wise for myself and, um, like what amazing friendships have come out of just like changing that mindset for people. So when you're going out to shoot, is there anything in, that's in the back of your mind that, that is something I guess that you're always thinking of? Obviously you've mentioned relationships. Is there, um, anything towards your methods of like, you know, natural reactions and, you know, getting the best out of people? Like obviously that can yeah. stem from like getting to know them. From the weekend yeah yeah, you know, yeah absolutely oh yeah for sure yeah and like um I feel like I talk to my couples a lot before I ever even meet them like I mean I'll do you know like I'll email them and you know get their details and things like that and like do phone calls and um but like once they've hired me I like I feel like I really talk to them quite a bit like I feel like I'm always sending like memes and like cat <laughs> videos and like weird crap to my couples they're probably like who is this chick should we fire her I don't know <laughs> but, um yeah like I feel like I like start developing the relationship from even before they email me just like through the way I market and just like try and get people to like understand who I am and that I'm not just like a business like I'm a human being that like wants to like, give them something that we both create together like I put in 50% of the work and they put 50% of the work in um and make it more of like a collaborative effort and um yeah like when I'm like heading to shoots or like before we shoot um I just like love talking to people and getting to know them and like I used to think that meant like I needed to ask like how'd you guys get engaged like what are your wedding colors like who's marrying you stuff like that but like I like to ask questions like oh, like, what concerts did you guys just go see? Do you have any upcoming trips? Like, are you guys close with your parents? Like, things like that to, like, really get them talking and, like, get to understand, like, who they are rather than just, who like, what their wedding day is going to be like. Like, I'd rather understand who the people are rather than, like, what the details and stuff of, like, the style of the wedding day is going to be. 
Yeah, that's an interesting point. I've not heard that, but I think that's uh that's interesting. Like so that's in your booking process. How much of for like a creative because I've struggled with this, how much of your decision making and figuring out the types of couples or clients or whatever that you want to take on, how much of that do you think is like intuition and how much of you think of how much of it is like a process for you in deciding like okay, are these like, are these people way off from like what I do? Is that something you can just know immediately? Or do you feel like it was a process of like getting to a place where, okay, maybe not as many of those people are coming to me that aren't my style anymore, Yeah, you know? Right. Um, it's definitely both. Um, I kind of have, a a way of, um, figuring out if they're going to be like a good fit for me. And like, I don't really decide off of like anything that has to do with like their style or what their story is or anything like that or like what their hobbies are I just go off of like their reasoning for why they're doing their wedding um because I think so many people have just like I don't know I feel like they just get lost in this like idea that like doing a wedding is all about like putting on an event and it's more like I don't know I feel like I've just been to so many weddings where it becomes more for the guests than it does for the couple and to me like the wedding day should be all about like two people are getting married and like committing to each other for the rest of their lives. And like, they're doing it for the love rather than like to put on a show almost and like impress people. And like, I don't know. I just like love weddings where they just like say, screw it. Like we're going to do our own thing and we don't care what other people think. We don't care if it's like traditional. We don't really care um, what our parents think. We're just going to do like what speaks to us and like what makes us happy and um yeah to me like the best clients are the ones that are like overly in love like over the top crazy about each other and so I just kind of try and figure out like you know their reasoning for like okay like well why are you getting married at that venue or like okay well you know what what made you guys decide to get married this time of year like how long have you been together and I just try and like get to know more of their story yeah and I think I remember the first time someone told me like I trust you. You're the professional. You do your thing. It was like, I was like, oh, I want more of this. Like, I want more people that oh, trust yeah. me, you know, like, and aren't yeah, like sending, sure. sending me their or sending you their Pinterest list. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> That's like a huge part of, um, yeah, like the people that I try and shoot for too. Like, I feel like I mostly, um, I don't do this on purpose, but it just seems like I only shoot other creatives weddings now, mm-hmm. um, whether it be like photographers or designers or um artists just like whatever and it's just interesting because like you would think those people would like really want like creative control over like what their photos and things like that look like but they actually are the ones that are most like do your thing like we completely trust you like whatever you want to do we'll make it work like we'll plan everything around it and I like love that because it's obviously like really important to them to like have something like meaningful created for them yeah, and speaking of creativity, do you have like a, I was curious to ask you this, do you have like a creative outlet for you that you feel like obviously kind of takes you, does it take you away from photography? I felt like when I was starting out, there was like, you know, photo and video was my outlet and then it became my job and then it's like I didn't yeah. have an outlet anymore. So is there something you do? I mean, breakfast with your husband every day sounds exciting <laughs> and fun. Like that's relaxing. Is there anything that you feel like is, you know, a part of, you know, that balance for you with your life, you know, and, and yeah, you know, not just photographer India, but the real you too, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I would say like my hobbies, my husband and I have like 
a million hobbies, which is probably bad because it's it gets expensive. <laughs> but yeah. um, we just like love having hobbies. Like um, we're super into snowboarding and climbing, like outdoor rock climbing. And we got certified. Well, we got licensed to um, skydive a couple years ago. So we've been like really into that. Jay's into like model airplanes all of a sudden <laughs> as of like this last month. <laughs> We're just like into so many different things and just like getting out of like the house and like getting away from a computer and just like doing fun stuff like that with our friends is like, I yeah. feel like the best therapy ever. Um, but yeah, just being outside and like just doing things that are like scary and fun and just like, yeah. 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 <laughs> and with all the adventurous activities, which I'm super jealous of, um, yeah. how, how did, have you always been in Utah or did you guys relocate there? No, I, I mean, we both grew up in Utah. I, we both grew up in like really, really small towns. Like my hometown has two stoplights and Jay's has one wow. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> we're like, yeah, we like love small towns, but, um, yeah, Jay's lived other places before, but I've always lived in Utah. Um, but yeah, we just moved to Salt Lake city, um, in May. So it's been like six, like seven months now that we have been living in the city, which is awesome because we like get to live closer to the airport and like a lot of amazing canyons and yeah. um, things like that. <laughs> so are you, sh you're not shooting a lot there or you are still shooting some there? Um, it's like actually really hard for me to shoot in Utah. Like I can't get people to freaking hire me out here because wow. the industry is so different um, in Utah compared to outside of Utah, like basically anywhere. Um, it's a very, very competitive, saturated industry in Utah, which is fine. Um, but like, if you want to like actually make money, you kind of have to like work out of the state. Um, because a lot of people in Utah, like they don't spend more than like $5,000 on their entire wedding day, which I think oh, is gosh. like incredible and so <laughs> <It's> rad. <impressive. laughs> yeah, it's like, it's pretty amazing. Um, but like my prices like start at 5,000. Yeah. <laughs> so I like, you can probably guess that I don't get Unless I'm your whole wedding much. then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I get hired for Utah jobs when like other people from out of state are I'm flying there, yeah. into Utah, like as a destination, because then I actually get to like make working worth my time and everything. But I like, I wish I could work more in Utah. It's my favorite place in the world to shoot. Yeah, I don't know if you know Henry Weddings. Henry Weddings. Yeah. So um, we've emailed back back and forth a few times, and I'm a big fan of his work as well. But it yeah, he same. he mentioned that um, you know he lives like 30 minutes from a coffee shop, you know, and like he's in this <laughs> small. He's in 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 Texas, of course, but in a smaller town, and it's funny to see like so many of these people that I really love and follow and really admire their work. They're not like they're not necessarily living in this huge hub for weddings, and like yeah. you know they're not um, living in the perfect place. And I think that as a creative, that's a huge thing when you're starting out is thinking like, Oh, I have to move to New York or LA like to be something. Yeah. And it's just like in the world we're living. In, I mean, do you feel that people also have that like feeling like, Oh, I'll be good if I could like live there, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to feel like that too. Like I used to think like, Oh, like I need to move to the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, that's where here. all the cool weddings are. Like. <laughs> and I just felt like, Oh, that's like the answer. But then I just realized like, why would I move from like one saturated market to another? Like it would be the same situation. And like, I love Utah and um, yeah, I feel like it's so underrated. <laughs> so I, yeah, I just love the desert and things like, and the mountains and Utah has both. And um 
I don't know. I felt like for a long time I was letting the fact that I lived in a saturated market like mm. control um, my success. And once I let that fear go and just like stop making excuses, my like business really took off and I actually started to be really successful and I stopped um, telling myself that excuse. <laughs> that's awesome. I did the same thing. So that's how I was able to give that example of feeling yeah. that way. <laughs> I really overbooked myself for weddings, mostly, well, mostly travel. I got like so many inquiries um, like last year for, you know, 2017 and like they all just sounded amazing, which they were. <laughs> and so it was so hard for me to say no. And I was like, oh, like I can make that work. Like, okay, yeah, like I can fit in another trip this month or like, yeah, I'm available that day. Like I can fly out after this wedding and go to yours. And I don't know. I just like got to be so much like we were gone more than um, half of the year this mm. year on the road traveling. And like as much as I love to travel, I started to lose an appreciation for it because it just started to turn into work. And I like realized that I'm kind of a homebody that I like I love routine. And I love, you know, waking up every day and making breakfast together with our dogs. And yeah. Um, you know, you just like miss out on so much when you're always on the road because like people see like this glamorous side of traveling and they think like, yes, oh, like yes, yes. destination weddings are like the place, like those are what I need to be shooting. Like that's what, that means that I'm a successful photographer. And really like there's just as much struggle with destination weddings. Like, and now like my idea of success has totally changed because I was just going off of like what the industry says, mm. like a successful photographer does rather than like, what do I say? Um, like is my own success and so I've kind of uh decided to like take on a lot less work for next year um I'm shooting like one maybe two weddings per month um and mostly shooting in Utah um and so I feel like that's gonna be like a good way to like pull back and like not feel like so burnt out of travel and be able to like really invest back into like the creative side of my business um yeah just like kind of take care of myself so that I can like do a better job for my couples and just like be happier with what I'm doing. Yeah, I feel like um, that's a great way of putting it. And you can always take steps back, I think, without like, you know, people think if you take the take your foot off the pedal for like one second, you're going to be over, you know, but it's like, (laughs) it's very important to like not burn out. So, you know, because I've been thinking a lot about just like health and relaxation and wellness and like having a you know, a good head on your shoulders and your mind in the right place when you're doing all this. So is there any like things or routines or anything you do to like help get your head in the right place or help, you know, are you, do you work out? Do you have anything that's like, you know, you feel like really helps you in that realm of like setting yourself back a little bit, you know? I feel like I have a really hard time setting myself back. It's usually other people that have to like smack me in the face and be like, you need to chill out. Cause I like, I love to work. I'm like a workaholic. Like it's like super normal for me to work like 14 hours a day every single day and I don't mind it I like really enjoy it um but like mostly just like talking to people like I'll talk to like I had this one conversation with one of my brides once and I was like telling her you know like I'm so like burnt out of traveling and I like feel bad because it's such amazing opportunities and stuff like that and then Um, we were just talking about and she said something that like has really stuck with me ever since and she said like yeah but there's always going to be cool weddings like people are always going to be getting married like you'll always have um, the ability to travel like planes are always going to be running like yeah you're you're always going to be a photographer like you don't feel like don't feel like you need to say yes to everything and um just like 
reminding myself of like what she said, like always helps me like pull back and be like, okay, I need to chill out and, you know, spend more time with like friends and um, like playing board games and making cookies and um, just like doing like simple things like that rather than just like working all the time. Um, And those are the things that like really help me get my mind cleared out and just like to take a step back and chill. Yeah. And your couples are going to get a better version of you when you do that too, you know, they're going to get a better product. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. As an artist, how much of, um, how much of it do you think is marketing yourself versus just putting out the work that you want to show? Um, I think it's obviously definitely a mixture of both, but I think it's just different for every single person. Like, I don't think there's any like right or wrong way of like how to make your business successful. Like whether it be like through, you know, paying for ads or through just like busting out like bomb ass work. Um, I feel like it just like kind of depends. And I feel like everyone kind of has to figure out like which is better for them. Like for me, like I have like done both. I mean, I've never like paid for, marketing I've always just like done it through Instagram which is obviously free but um it's just interesting to see like what kinds of couples um come to you when you market a certain way like like when I was marketing in a way where I was just posting like what people wanted to see and what I knew I would get hired for I started to not really love my um the jobs that I was getting I wasn't like as passionate about them and I didn't do as well of a job on those jobs because I wasn't completely invested in it and then when I started just posting work that like actually inspires me that I love and like like really speaks to me um I started getting less inquiries for sure but um they were way better and um they were more like my style and they were people that like valued the same things about photography as I do and that is like what made me become like more passionate and be able to like make myself better and like it like drove me to like be a better photographer and improve rather than like getting burnt out and just like feeling bad for myself and like not like kind of doing like a half-assed job on the other ones that I wasn't like as invested in um personally and so like I feel like marketing yourself to like the right type of people that you like really connect with and connect with your work for the right reasons is like the best way to um like really push your business forward in the direction that you want because you'll be able to stay passionate and I feel like being passionate is like the best thing that you can do for your business absolutely that's very well said um I liked the part of on your website that talked about like your bucket list and places you wanted to go so um I wanted to ask you (laughs) out of all the travel what is the number what's the number one place that you want to go now oh man I man I like haven't updated that in a minute but I'm like not sure what it says anymore, but um, oh my gosh, where do I want to go right now? I really, really want to visit all 50 states. As like lame as that sounds, I'm like one of those old people. <laughs> Should do a road like, trip. Yes, like I, I just, I mean, I've traveled all over, um, and I love traveling to like you know Europe and wherever, but like I like just freaking love America so much. <laughs> I feel like everyone bashes on it, but it's seriously just, like, the greatest place in the world. Like, we have Costco. Like, oh, my gosh. I freaking love Costco. (laughs) And just, like, big, wide-open roads. And, like, we have, you know, you can go down the street and get a burger or Thai food or spaghetti or, like, more greasy food. And, like, I just, like, love that. I just, like, love America so much. And so I really would, like, love to see, like, all the states. I feel like... you. 
America has like so much to offer and people have all this like wanderlust for like Europe and Asia and like all these really exotic locations, but I just like really, really love the States. So that's kind of like yeah. what we want to do. <laughs> do you have any mentors, you know, personally or people whose work you really um, admired? Yeah. Um, lately, I feel like it changes all the time. So I'm just going to go off of like who I'm like really loving lately. Yeah. Um, well, I always love Jordan both. He mm-hmm. is, he was my wedding photographer actually. So I'm like obviously extremely obsessed with him. Um, He's just like the greatest dude ever. He's like so freaking nice. I like just always want to be in his presence. Like he's like one of those people yeah. where he smiles and you can't just you can't help but smile too because you're just like happy that he's happy. <laughs> um, but he's just like so bloody amazing. Like and he's just such an honest worker and like he's not like, you know, shooting for any reason other than to like create something beautiful for his mm. couples and um I don't know. I just think he's freaking awesome. And his work is just so unique and gorgeous. And he just is like so killer. Two of, or a few of my latest favorite artists are um, Chantel Marie. She is a local photographer here mm-hmm. in Utah. She lives like five minutes away from me. And um, she's just freaking awesome. She is just like a branding genius. And like she has like such intentional, messy, like interesting work that like is so like non-wedding that mm. I it's just very inspiring to like see like okay like you don't need to shoot a certain way like you can shoot however you feel and um her work is yeah very intentionally messy that's like the best way I can put it and I like would love my work to someday like be more intentional in that way um and then Sean Flanagan I love 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 um the Flanagans their uh, business name is a fistful of bolts and okay. it's a a couple um their names are uh sean and melanie and i also love them they're just such amazing people that are just incredibly selfless and um very giving and just such good people all around and um they also have like a wedding brand and business that is also very anti-wedding um and it's just so refreshing to see like someone like you know, running a business completely just the way they want. And they just say like, screw everyone else. I'm going to do this the way I want. And then they're successful at it. And like, that's just so inspiring to me. And just like such a good refresher to see, like, you know, you can do anything you want and like be successful at it. If you like, you know, really believe in it. How do you know on the wedding day when to kind of push the limit and um, get that really creative shot over maybe a more traditional shot as in, and then there's other times where you're like, I'm going to go for like, not traditional, but I'm going to go for what I need here. Like, is there a level between that? And do you have second shooters or, you know, how do you? Oh, yeah. That? It's funny because I, I really don't feel like I'm like a super creative like yeah. photographer. I feel like I'm very just like in the moment and I just like shoot what I'm seeing. Um, and I just like focus so much on getting people comfortable that I don't really ever think about like doing like any sort of like epic like artistic creative shot um yeah but maybe I'm just comparing myself to others work that I've seen where it's like just like fine art almost um no your but, work's amazing <laughs> thanks but um yeah like I I always love to get like the traditional stuff like the things that like you know the grandparents will love and like you know the family photos because those are like I feel like everyone bashes on family photos, but like, I think they're the most important part of like the wedding day to capture really. Like 
because like that's like what wedding photographers like really originally like started out as where like they were just showing up to take like the family portraits in front of the right. altar and then they would leave like that's like what like I don't know to me like weddings is all about like you know being surrounded by the ones that you love um and so I love taking the family photos that's like one of my favorite parts of the day um and then I obviously love like to steal the couple away for a little bit um and then I, yeah I never have second shooters really unless it's jay um yeah i just like i don't really i love like shooting with other people i shoot with other photographers all the time on just like fun shoots Mm -hmm. but on the wedding day it's really hard for me to like um have someone like shooting over my shoulder and Mm -hmm. like trying to direct them for what they should be doing and things like that and like jay just like knows exactly what i want he knows exactly where he should go and he's like not shooting for himself or anything like that. He's just shooting for me. Has there been a point where you've outsourced any part of your business? And, you know, has that allowed you guys to do other things? Or what's your view on that? Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I just got an assistant um, this summer and or like this fall. And it is like the best money I've ever spent in my life is yeah. having a like badass assistant. Like she is so amazing because... Um, she takes care of like all the back end of things like emails and invoicing and contracts and like fixing my site. And like, um, I don't know. She does so much. I feel like she works like five hours a day. <laughs> like, I don't know how I was like working and doing yeah. all that on my own before because my brain is so not organized or anything like Same. that. Um, cause for a long time I felt like I would wake up and do all my business stuff until 5 PM and then I would start editing. And I felt like I was just doing editing like when I had extra time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that shouldn't be how it is. Like it should be opposite. <laughs> like I'm doing photography to be like, you know, a shooter and an editor, not to like be doing emails and crap. And so, um, yeah, I, I was really scared to like hand over the control of like my schedule and my emails and everything like that to someone else. But luckily I found like someone amazing that like can run my business exactly the way I do. And um, yeah, that's like been the best outsourcing ever. <laughs> so what's next for you? What's, uh, everyone knows you as India, the wedding photographer, but what aspira- <laughs> what aspirations do you have um, aside from that? Well, a few of my goals right now, like not photography wise, um, I really want to learn how to skateboard and be like really good at it, not yeah. just like learn how to do it. I mean, I know how to skateboard, um, I, I'm all, I'm okay. No, I actually suck. I suck. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I like really want to, um, become really good at skating. We're like building a mini ramp in our backyard and stuff. And then I also want to get my B license, um, in skydiving. Um, so I can like jump all over the world because you have to have certain licenses to, um, skydive in certain places. So right, right now I'm only limited to Utah because of the license that I have. So, I need to um, do a few things to be able to get to that point that are really freaking scary. Oh um, so, yeah. And then what else? Mostly just like being home more and just like being with my friends and like being able to like figure out how to better serve others, like whether it be like our family or friends or like our community or um, just anyone like that needs any support or help. Like we just, I don't know. I just like love serving others. And so, Um, that's been like my biggest goal is just like figure out ways that I can do that, um, financially and like time wise. So, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. 
Well, you have a great heart and an awesome business. And I think most people that have really successful businesses have good hearts and really want to help people. I was actually um, talking with a friend of mine who like knows nothing about weddings at all. And I was actually saying like, oh, I'm doing this podcast. I'm going to have uh, Indy Earl on. And like I was saying it because I knew there was no way he knew who you were. You know, it was just like yeah. just making conversation. <laughs> it wasn't like I was talking to a wedding photographer friend or something. Yeah. He was like, oh, you're having Indy Earl on. Wow. I was like, oh, you know who that is? And it was just kind of like <laughs> funny. And then he like started saying all this yeah. stuff about your Instagram and so oh. your your reach is probably a lot further than you realize, and I want to tell you I appreciate you believing in me and this and just jumping on saying yeah let's do it and that speaks to like <laughs> to your you know extroverted personality and your excitement towards you know creativity and wanting to give back so I I appreciate you jumping on and uh, <laughs> hopefully there will be many more but um, yeah I really I'm appreciate it and. Um, I want to let you get back to your day off because that is much deserved, I'm sure. <laughs> for sure. Thank you so much for having me. You're freaking awesome. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> thank you. I just want to say thanks again to India for, for joining us on the first ever podcast. She had nothing to go off of. She said yes um, to be on our show, and it meant the world to me. Um, I really walked away from the conversation with so much knowledge, really on the fact of like the little things, doing those little things for your clients to really put your business above the rest because a lot of people have really great work. So if we're competing solely off of the work, sometimes uh, we're probably going to lose. But when you're likable and you care for your clients like India does, um, you're going to have such a successful business. Instagram, um, check her out at at India Earl, I-N-D-A-E-A-R-L. And also check out her website. Um, she has some really cool content on her website at IndiaEarl.com. She offers workshops for wedding photographers. Um, she offers, she just came out with a new pricing um, class online. Um, she also offers Lightroom presets. Um, so many things that you can um, check out. Um, her work is incredible. Her website is just amazing. The branding, everything is just perfect. So I'd say if you're a photographer, um, check out her work. Me personally in my journey and mentorship sessions have like done so much for me and really helped um, elevate my business and help me get somewhere faster. You know, learning from someone who's done this for a long time gets you there faster. You know, you make less mistakes. You learn from other people's mistakes. So I would say absolutely reach out to India for her one-on-one uh, workshops. If you are a photographer or a wedding photographer, I think it would be totally worth your time. Thank you so much for listening today. Subscribe to our podcast. We have a ton of great guests this season. I'm so excited that you'll be joining us on this journey. You can also send us an email at jordan at jordanvisuals.com. I would love to hear your suggestions if you have other guests that you would like to see on the show. Uh, if you have any questions for us, you can also send to that email. I hope this show left you feeling inspired and encouraged. Feel the freedom and permission to go out and create and do what you love. I can't wait to see where your journey takes you next.